Right, welcome everyone to another episode of the Love Island Cast. Now, I am Chris Phelps, as always, but my co-host today is a avid listener, a good friend of the show. We've got Ed on from the Twitter account, at Brent Love Isle. How's it going, Ed? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. I mean, I'm absolutely gutted that Dave's not here after his uh, O to Anton uh, yesterday. Um, <laughs> the the modern-day Frank Sinatra. I see uh, Michael Bublé's probably running his boots at the moment. <laughs> well, he's not on, and I fucking don't think he is. <laughs> it went on for so long; I couldn't believe it. It just kept going. Well, well, what what that's for? We never really built it up or anything. When we did our comics in motion podcast, we had episode fifty going on, and we decided we were going to do a musical one. And we, I did two of the songs. I was the singer, so I've got no excuse. So if I sound like shit, then fair enough. Dave was the bass player, did a bit of backing, so he can get away with it. I'm proper throwing myself out there is awful if I'm if I sound that bad but we did about four songs in this episode and we did them from like our home no studios and yeah even I was thinking I'm so glad I don't do this anymore I must be nine years without singing but Dave loves to do a bit of crooning he loves it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> funny enough we've not had a lot of feedback on that so I don't know <laughs> no but Ed thank you so much for coming on I, I really appreciate you what do you think about tonight's episode I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And you know you know what I liked the most about it? The, just the start of it, all, the whole Lucy thing, the biggest thing about it for me was they never gave a spoiler for it, you know, because usually you get the first look and everything and it's usually getting shoved down your throat what's going to happen. But for me, I never saw it coming because the whole, the whole Lucy thing, I think, was getting misconstrued the day before because it was like more of putting words in her mouth about the never say never. And then she seemed like she did a bit of a 560 and she sort of changed from being like, I don't know if it was the emotion of the, the survival evening or what, but, you know, she changed her tune to being like, yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't feel right if I, I you know, she, maybe she was thinking she's going to leave soon and she's getting a bit desperate and like, oh, I wouldn't feel right if I, um, if I didn't say something now. So I just thought that, that and that's just classic, classic Love Island. She sort of put it all out there and yeah, just amazing drama. Yeah, it's funny actually, because obviously you're like me with your Twitter account, we're both throwing Dan Dave does we throw daft tweets out we're following different trends aren't we and I put Lucy in and the amount of abuse that girl was getting for doing what she she did and now I give her respect for it Ed. I actually thought you know what good on you I'm not saying it's totally correct or anything in some respects but the fact that she did it and I do believe Anton was right but then me and like Sam and Mrs just sat there and she's going I don't know, is he just fucking doing it to get with Molly May or something Is he? because he's like just do it just do it and, and I can't work out what his, his his basic motives for doing that were, I, I still don't, I don't know about yourself, but it just seemed a little shady from Anton. Yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't put himself in a strong position. I mean, not necessarily a, a week's long time in Love Island. So like him expecting necessarily to cu- couple up with Lucy in a week's time is probably a long shot anyway, but you know, it doesn't put him in a strong position there. But I think, I think he's just sort of handing out friendly advice at that point yeah I, I, I think so because I think he's one of the nicest guys in there like I can say I voted for him the other day when, when I did the voting because I just think him and Lucy were the ones that I, I'll actually quite like Lucy but again I've got to say I do call him out and I'm calling him out again on this head and I'd love to get your take on him but to me Curtis he's an out and out shit stirrer straight away <laughs> telling Tommy when they're having this chat tell her tell her well yeah I mean but even before that like 
Anton couldn't get up the stairs quick enough before Tommy had already told like his whole life story to Curtis. You know, they'd, they'd already gone through it all. And then Anton gets up there and he's just like, oh, what? Oh, oh, what, what are you guys talking about? And it would all, it was already all done. But yeah, that bit where he sort of turns around, and he's giving it the big hand actions and they're like, tell her, tell her. Like he'd already said to Tommy, you know, tell her. So Tommy, Tommy's got it there in his mind. So, you know, it's sort of up to Tommy at that point. And in fairness, I think Tommy, he's gone right up. I mean, he's, I, he was already up there in the power rankings, but for me, he's gone almost right up to the top because I thought he played that perfectly. Like he was getting a lot of talk from all different sides. And at the end of the day, it hurts him if he doesn't come clean to Molly May, you know, because they're probably going to show it a few weeks down the line if they're still together. So he, he came out, I think he said everything right. He's dealt everything right when he was talking to Lucy as well. And then just immediately went out and sort of said it to Molly May. And I think he just said the right things and, and did the right, you know, the right I, thing. I agree. I'd, honestly, I, I'm, I totally with you on that. I totally agree with what Tommy did. It's just fucking Curtis there again. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> he, he probably has given the right th- right advice, but one way or the other, it's like, why the hell are you there? There again. He's it, like, he just appears like a hologram, doesn't he? Just, he's like <laughs> anything. And there's fucking Curtis with his advice again. He's just, I know. And we'll probably come on to it, but even with the lunch, he was he was there with like the oh, can I have the final toast, lads? You know, yeah, just like giving his like Brent Native American wisdom uh, <laughs> speech again. Exactly because you you have a, a Brent parody account for obviously for this, and it's so like fucking Brent. Some of the stuff he does, you, you obviously have you watched? You've obviously watched all the Office and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like a 30 year old man who likes craft beer and reads The Guardian. So liking The Office is a pretty much prerequisite. So oh, don't be daft. I love The Office. It's absolutely ridiculous TV and cringe where I love it I love it but yeah I, I just still can't work him out I know I went in on him in the last episode and Joe our guest came on she said the same thing about him but he's just a very odd character for me I just don't know what he's what he's he's very hard they did say David said that with the body language stuff that even they was finding it hard to read him because obviously he has to lie with his body all the time when he's dancing but I don't know what you really really think of him I just think he's just a dick to be honest yeah, I mean, I think he's very aware of the public perception. I think there was some chat about him potentially being lined up for the next Strictly Come Dancing. So I think he's that's always in the back of his mind. And he's trying to just say stuff to stick, but also not do anything that is super controversial. I mean, the whole thing about him and Amy, them not their relationship not going to the next level or whatever, just it's pretty cringe, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, just, just, just taking it back, though, to the, the Lucy and Tommy thing. So before Tommy came clean, which, as I say, was the right decision, I was just thinking if he's not going to come clean, like he's just never going to be able to tell a lie here, like quick enough. You know, I think when he was chatting to Lucy, it should have been like Lucy should to him, right. Okay. I've told you this. You've said, no, that's fine. But like, what are you going to say? We've been talking about because literally within like two minutes, he'd already told Curtis, he'd already been chatting to Anton and Mo- Molly made burst in. Like, I don't think Tommy's actually capable of thinking on his feet and saying anything else. So as I say, I think he did the right thing telling the truth, but I, I don't think he probably could have come up with some other explanation as to why he was chatting to Anton and Curtis up there anyway. No, I agree. And I think the one thing I would say is Molly May said she wasn't going to speak to Lucy. You know, Tommy had said, like, I've told you, blah, blah, blah. And they literally spoke, didn't they, as soon as they left the island, <laughs> left the, the villa. She was on it. But I've got to give Lucy credit, Ed, because I just think, well, she didn't lie. She didn't do a Tom and fucking completely bullshit her. She just said, I just thought there was someone there. I'm not necessarily saying that's correct, but I, I, for, for actually having the stones to sit there and say it, I, I, I clap my hands at her. But again, Tommy, 
come out of it like a gentleman, to be fair. Yeah, I, I think I think he's a class act. And to be honest, if he wasn't with Molly, I think if he was with someone that you know wasn't such an airhead or potentially in it for the money, I think he'd stand a much better chance of winning. I mean, basically, I think he's he's dragging dragging them to the final at the moment, assuming they stay coupled. I agree. I think that's a bit like Michael and Amber. I think Michael's the one everyone likes. Kurt, yeah, oh, mass massively so at the moment. I mean, people did like Amber before when it looked like she was sort of cooling off, but you see in the last few days that. All that, all those fears you had about her at the start is just there. Yeah, they just came back again. She's just petty and you know childish and yeah, yeah. She is. No, you're right. You're totally right. And I've got to say though, we we get the you know they go out on the on the you know, day out all the guys and we get the Casa Amore announcement. And now, Ed, what did you think of these new guys that came in and and the girls were pretty much swept off feet? Because I've got somebody I want to go right in on and especially seeing the preview. For, for the Sunday's episode. So uh, give your, what you think. Well, obviously, we've only just seen the episode, so you can't give a proper understanding of the guys because we don't have the personalities properly. But what do you think initially? I'll just give a one-word comment on each of them. So OV seems sound, bit of banter. George, there was some twa- chat on Twitter saying he was a Tory. He looks a bit more Brexit party to me. Stevie, <laughs> Stevie Camp, obviously the chat is that he's one for Curtis, although obviously said that thing to Molly, which um, went right up in my estimation when he... Um, was saying about Tommy being an airhead. And then ironically, <laughs> Molly took about 10 seconds to understand what he meant as well. So that was kind of funny. Marvin looked like he had a bit of chat. Denon looked like a good lad, cheeky chappy. Yeah, I think Ovi's doing a bit of one. The thing, I was a bit annoyed actually at the preview for the next episode because they basically just showed like two or three people snogging. So it was like, ah, oh, you know, just no suspense for the next one. No, that's true. That's true. The one thing I would say is I have a beef now, after watching this, with Anna. Yeah, massively. Now, Anna was Miss Moral High Ground when, Danny, I'm not saying that she's turned around to Jordan and said, oh, my head won't be turned and all that. Obviously, we're going back to the Yuandi situation. I am not saying that. But surely there's a fucking double standard there, Ed, where straight away she's like, Jordan who? Jordan. And then we've already seen that she snogged this guy straight away. He's, he's put it yeah. on her and she's gone for it. So... All right, there's slightly the build up to it might be different, but how is that any different? And what she's not going to face any backlash if she goes in there. All right, Jordan might be a bit disappointed, but if they do couple up, because when they go back in there, as you know, you've watched it yourself, they can literally get rid of the other guy. Whoever goes in can come in and replace them, can't they? Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I hope for Jordan's sake that he he finds someone in, in the other house. Even before that, even the Jordan Who thing, which was in fairness quite funny, that was obviously after she'd met all the guys. But even before they'd gone in the house, she was going, oh, this is getting, this is such a test for me and Jordan. It's like, well, hold on a minute. You've not even seen the lads here. You've not even seen your, your fancy yeah. of them yet. You know, it's like she's already saying it's a test. It's just like, okay, that one's dropped. And, and the, the interesting thing about that was that when they coupled up, I think it was like when Jordan came in, I think it was a bit like, right, I need to couple up with someone. But I always thought that she was more into him than he was into her. Like he was, he was pretty chill, but I guess it's not been borne out by what she's actually done. I guess the, the bottom line is neither of them were into each other that much. I think is probably will play out. No, and I think you are correct. I think what's happening here, and I think David said this as well in one of the previous episodes, is it's more a coupling up of convenience which is fine if, the, if the, there's something there between them. And this Ovi's got everything, and he's a professional basketball player. He's a good-looking guy. He's huge, you know, you know, he's got everything. She's tall anyway. She said I like tall guys. And, and I just think there's just going to be a good coupling. As much as I'm calling her out, I think he looks more compatible for her already. Yeah. I mean, 
in fairness, he does seem like an upgrade on on Jordan. Yeah, he does. He does. To be fair, he, he, I, I'm not sure. I mean, Jordan's come from Manchester. He's, he's he's from my neck of the woods, and I should be sticking up for him. But I just I'm not convinced. I called him out as being fake in one of the episodes previously, and then he did sort of have a go at Anna when she did that stupid buy thing that I keep going on about. Which I hate. Um, yeah. Oh, it was so him. so tilting, so tilting. But uh, yeah, he went up in my estimation there because it would be easy to not call people out on that. But I mean, other than that, he's done nothing. I mean, Tom had done almost nothing up until that point as well. Both of them, you know, just weren't in the show. No, exactly, exactly. Now, when we got introduced to the girls, Ed, I thought it was brilliant. My wife, Sam, was pissing herself. We sat there and one of the girls, and I'm not sure, I know you, you may have written the names, I'm not sure which one it was, so forgive me, I'll jump in if you know which one it is. But one of them says... I'm a, I'm a VIP nightclub waitress. So my missus went, my fucking arse. You mean that you hand shots out <laughs> in a club? <laughs> I don't know which one that was, but... Yeah, that was Mar- Maria, I think. Ah, Maria, yeah. <laughs> See, I should have made notes, maybe, <laughs> with who's coming on here. But yeah, Maria, it was just a classic line. And, and some of them are very, very pretty, I've got to say. So I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes. But again, foresight's a big thing in this show. They've already seen everything about... and. Um, it's no coincidence, and Dave and Joe said this on our episode yesterday. Two of them straight away have gone for Anton straight away because you're in the you're in the villa if you can win him over. So they're going to make a play for him straight away. Yeah, I mean that, that's the great thing for Anton is that he's got the power finally. The the only thing I will I'm, wor- I'm worried a bit about is that, and maybe it's because I'm like such a like massive team Anton fan at the moment that I'm channeling my own thoughts for him. But I'm just wor- worried that he won't actually like any of the girls that that are going for him but I guess I guess we'll see how that one plays out you know I'm sort of wanting better for him than the girls that are probably going to throw themselves at him it's bad isn't it because I really me and Dave absolutely was slagging him off David Brent style weren't we saying some of the stuff he was saying but I don't know whether that's a bit of a nervous thing because now he's settled in he's a really really nice guy I question what he did today with the Lucy and stuff but I don't think he's done much, anything wrong, really. It's just a shame he's not met anyone. So I agree. I hope he does. He, I, we were checking the odds in the last episode. And I think he was seven to one at the moment. So that's not a bad bet, that, to win it. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought the time Tommy and Molly May were too short. But having seen Tommy tonight, maybe not. But yeah, seven to one Anton seemed good. But it all comes down to who he pairs with. But I totally agree with your last caller about the if he finds someone good, then he, yeah, he, could, um, he could make it. Make it far. Exactly. Now, obviously, it's the first time we've talked properly on the show. Is there anybody else within the couples that you you're going to cut? You want to call out? You don't like? You like? You know, because obviously we've just given a bit of a broad strokes to tonight's episode. Who do you think ultimately may win it at the moment? And also, is there anybody who absolutely gets your go up? I mean, for me, the people that I want to win it, and I don't think it's just spend too much time on Twitter, but it's either Anton plus one or Mora plus one. They seem to just like the the fan favourites. And I just don't think there's any super strong couples. Like Michael's too good for Amber. Like we you know, the more time Amber spends on the show, the more childish and stuff that I think she is, and that just sort of comes out. And it's it's gonna be nice to actually see Michael, you know, flirting with the with the other girls and just maybe seeing if there is something else out there. And it, it, obviously if he does come back with a girl, the blow up from Amber's gonna be absolutely tectonic. <laughs> yes, very much so. And I agree. I, I think as well, you, the evil emperor in me, which is wrong, I know, but the evil emperor in me wants to see Curtis get with somebody or Amy. 
Well, I want to say, so you get that whole dynamic, and you also want Amber and Michael. I want a spanner thrown in there at some point. So, and I know with this, you know this, you've seen it. They will show videos to each villa of their other half. So if someone's been put into a game, like it looked like Michael was playing a game with one of the girls, Dale's going to show that to Amber straight away. So that's yeah. going to be, she's going to go in back into the main villa with like an absolute trailblazer. So I know Dave and that has never seen this before, but this is just genuine ITV two shits there. And I absolutely love it. Um, yeah. And obviously the episode wouldn't have been complete without Amy getting in a little thing before they all obviously met going, uh, obviously thinking about Curtis and his new girlfriends. Like there had to be that that line of Amy being insecure before, before the whole thing started. I mean, I don't expect her to do anything. And uh, I don't know. I don't expect Curtis to do anything either. But I think them not being voted in the top three could play on his mind a bit. Him thinking, oh, maybe I'll, this is maybe a sinking ship. So if, if he does find someone. And I don't know if it was, it was Maria. It was Maria saying, oh, I'm unsufferably clinging and I'm obsessed. She seemed pretty posh, and yeah, I don't know if her and Curtis would get on, but it seemed like maybe it would be her. Yeah, she mentioned Curtis, didn't she, when they were all talking, the girls round round the yeah. uh, the drinks and that. I, I think that's right. I think what might happen is if if he's subconsciously thinking, or she is, it may actually be revealed which one of the two is actually genuine and which isn't. And I, I, I'm the more this goes on, as much as like they, I think it may be Amy who's the more genuine one, to be honest. I just think... She's just got a weird... She has this thing, doesn't she, where she thinks she's self-entitled and stuff. And I don't know whether that's the way she's been brought up. up. She looks like she's always got her own way. So I think she is genuine out of the two of them, all this goes on. And I know everyone says that Curtis is a gentleman and all this. I just don't buy it completely. No, I I totally agree. And I actually really liked Amy when she came in. And then I think it was that exactly that thing you were saying. And obviously the little bit of the insecurities came out. But before I'd listened to your pod, I was... It never even crossed my mind that she might have lied that she was 26 and all that. And you know, hadn't been in relationships. But so, yeah, there's that little bit in the back of your mind thinking, oh, maybe you should play in a game. But I'd be surprised if she went for someone. I mean, the only thing about that episode is that they spent a bit more time on the the old girls meeting the new guys rather than the other way around. But just to go through some of the new girls, um, Belle, who's the blonde one from Kent, if she lives in Kent, she must live pretty near the Essex border. That's all I'm saying on that. Joanna, recruitment consultant, I think she was the one that was being flirted with Michael in that little preview at the end. She seemed like she had a bit of banter about her. She said she was going to be after Michael and Anton. So I think of all the six girls, Joanna seems the most most interesting one. Jordan, she sort of turned up in that sort of black drag outfit, which looked a bit odd. Um, but <laughs> she looks like she's got a bit of chat about her. Lavena didn't seem up to much. And Nabila, if I'm saying that right, she tried to make a few sort of cringy jokes, but just came across as a bit lame. And Maria, who from the... From the pictures beforehand, I thought, oh, she's probably probably the nicest. When she opened her mouth, it maybe <laughs> sort of sunk a little bit because she's going about being unsufferably clingy and all this sort of stuff and being obsessed with Curtis. So, so yeah, we'll see how that played out. But I think the, I think the interesting one will be Joanna because she looks like she's got a bit about her. But I, I just wouldn't be surprised. It looked like she was going after Michael. I mean, she said Michael Anton, and obviously it's terrible for Anton if she's gunning for Michael. But, I mean, that, that could be the big one if, if, it, if she does progress that with Michael. No, it's right, isn't it? You're totally right. I, I think as well, like, the more you see these people, and it's something my wife wanted to throw in there as well. She's adamant she's going to come on it at some point. She really will. But she said it's getting a bit boring now that all these pro athletes are coming in there and stuff. You know, and like these, the different lads have got some sort of athletic, but I'm not saying they shouldn't sort of prejudice against anybody for what they do as a job, but... 
they, they are the elite. This this Ovi guy obviously is an elite athlete. I'm not saying he, he can't find love and he can't go on there, but this sort of format's what they do when they bring people to Katsuramori for the lads. They were all, last year was the same. A few of them were like proper athletes or, or like Kelvin Klein models and all that. It's like, I understand you have your mix, but in the first few series, you did have some genuine, you had like some lads who were buff or girls who were buff, but you, you did have normal people in there. It seems to be less and less in this series. And I do think that new lad, unfortunately, because of the one who put his foot in it with Molly May, is, I know it sounds daft, he's got a normal body, but because of the way everyone is out of the lads, he seems out of place, which is a shame really, isn't he? You know, there's only Curtis, I think, who's not absolutely shredded, and he's probably the fittest one out of all of them because of his dancing, but that should never be an issue but unfortunately it's becoming more and more about the way people look unfortunately before they send them in there so I just find it quite odd with that new lad he, he just looks like he's got in there to shit because if he's willing to call Tommy out as a boxer and then go for I know Tommy's not exactly going to smack him one but genuinely the way he is I think this lad could be like telling some proper home truths yeah, and like, it's, that's going back to the point about they've obviously seen it all up until until then, so they've got quite a lot of ammunition. I, I don't know if they get told like not to mention stuff that they've seen like specific to the programme, because obviously there was that bit about, who was it, Tom mentioned the boxing result. To oh, Tommy, and I ab- yeah. absolutely loved that. Like Tommy's reaction, like some of his reaction, I mean, Michael's reaction is brilliant, but some of Tommy's reaction where he's doing that big, like trying not to laugh, I'm like puffing out his cheeks. It makes me laugh just watching it. But yeah, going back to your point, I, I saw a comment going, oh, where are all the builders? Get some more builders in there. In some ways, it, yeah, it's right because those sort of people, when you're not just like naturally amazingly good looking, you've got to have a bit more chat or a bit more banter about you, a bit more comedy about you to sort of get by with the ladies or vice versa. And you sort of see that with people like Tom where it's just like, doesn't seem to be anything there. And obviously there's a few girls that are sort of dead behind the eyes as well. Even Anton, who's like, just got like, ridiculously ripped i think he's actually suffered a little bit from just being a little bit short because like i think arabella basically walked in and was just like nah like it's too short so it's harsh when you're at that level yeah it is, it is. like i say this is just to be generally spitballing more than anything i don't necessarily mean i'm right really really interesting is it there anything else you want to throw in there ed before we go no the only other thing was when we were talking about ovi was just the intensity he gave the it was you um, when he was talking to Anna about uh, who, who do you who do you fancy or who who, who do you have your name on? Yeah, he's he just he was, like he's signing fucking checks there. Definitely, <laughs> with that comment, totally agree, totally agree. Ed, now, Ed, I've got to get you back on with Dave because it would have been really nice the three of us. Dave apologizes, everyone. He will be back on for the next show. Now, Ed, thank you so much for coming on. I really, really appreciate it. You've been a great follower and listener of the show and a great guest as well. So you're more than welcome. And we're going to definitely get you on within the next week with myself and Dave. Where can everybody get you? At Brent's Love Isle on Twitter. And uh, yeah, just channeling Molly uh, on her little chat with Lucy talking about just ending this podcast. Yeah, it's probably best for your sake if we just uh, nip it in the bud now. 